Hi, and welcome to On the Road with Higher Ed. I'm Joe. And this is Sarah. And today we're going to give a little bit of a sneak preview of Meet Your Hosts. Uh, we thought it'd be fun to interview each other with random questions that we don't know ahead of time. And since it was my idea, I'm going to spring this on Sarah today. Sarah, are you ready? A hundred percent. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> all right, here we go. So these are all going to be, since this is on the road with higher ed, these are all obviously going to be about higher education. All so, right. All right, Sarah, where did you do your undergraduate work? Longwood University in Farmville, Virginia. And uh, what, well, I'm not familiar with Longwood. So what kind of institution is Longwood? Sure. So it's a four-year liberal arts institution. Uh, it's a public school. When I went there, there were probably about 3,500 undergrad, uh, and now they're up to about 5,000 students. So on the smaller side. And, and why did you, what, what, what made you go there? Well, uh, for one, I was familiar with it because it was about an hour from my hometown in Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, but when I visited, I felt really at home. And actually, a lot of people probably don't know this about me, but it's the only school that I applied to um, because I just felt so at peace when I was there. I visited a couple times and just knew that was where I belonged. And a lot of it was because um, it was smaller and I knew that I was going to have that personal attention. And that was really important to me. Wow. Interesting. I also only applied to one school and the one that I went to. Didn't know that I about was, you. I didn't know that about you either. All right. Good stuff. So this is working. Okay. Um, <laughs> how would you describe your undergraduate experience? In one word, amazing. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll expand on it a little bit, but it was definitely the best four years of my life. Um, I, you know, uh, was really involved. I, um, was on SGA. I was on the honor board. I was in the sororities, Zeta Tau Alpha, and all of those things really um, made a really big difference in, you know, my experience. Obviously, we all know, especially those of us that work in higher ed, that a lot of learning and the experience happens outside of the classroom. And that was definitely true for me. Were you, were you with all of that extra activity, were you still a good student? Uh, could have been better. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I may have over-involved myself. There's that old saying, C's get degrees. That wasn't yeah. you, though. Yeah, I had several B's. Okay. Um, <laughs> you were you were a, good, a B still above average, Sarah. You were a good student then. Yeah, we won't pull out my transcript. Okay, right. <laughs> Those are sealed. Um, the president doesn't share his. You don't have to share yours. Totally cool. <laughs> um, all right, so can you think of an experience that really shaped you as an undergraduate that you still draw on today? Oh, wow. Um, you know, oh my gosh. Um, I had so many. One academic experience always comes to mind. Okay. So I don't know if I should tell this story, but I will. Perfect. <laughs> um, so I was a sociology major with a minor in criminal justice. Don't ask how I ended up working for a software company, but... Um, <laughs> I had a specific class that I really struggle with, and it was statistics and sociology. Typically, those that do well in research methods don't do well in statistics and vice versa, and I was that person. I just could not, I couldn't pass to save my life, 
And I had an instructor who I will not name, (laughs) um, who I still have a really great relationship with. He was invited to my wedding to give you a sense of, again, that kind of close community. And I spent so much time in the computer lab working so hard that at the end of the semester, I had earned, well, on paper, I had earned probably like a D verging on an F. But yeah. he reached out to me, and as a professor, he could alter the grade if he wanted to. And I got my final grade, and it was a C. And I followed up with him and said, you know, in all honesty, I was on honor board, so morals are important to me. I said, hey, I think you made a mistake. I didn't get a C in this class. Like, I know I either failed or got a D. And he said, you know, on paper, you did should have failed this class, but because of how much effort you put into this class, I've never seen someone work so hard at something and still have such a tough time with it. I decided to give you a C and I feel that you earned the C even though you didn't pass on paper. Wow. That I could see, sir, how you could take that, that story and rely on it in more than one occasion, there's sort of about this, this effort that it takes. And some people sort of, you know, need that. And, and, and plus, because you worked so hard, the, the instructor, he knew that you, you, you earned that C. That's not what it reflected, but you earned it. Right. He really felt that I earned it. And he was not an easy professor. He was a tough professor. So it's not like he just did things like that all the time. It was very out of character for him. Um, and he was not my, uh, advisor, but he kind of stood in as my advisor. Actually, it's funny because, um, years later we talked and he was like, yeah, you know, I always love being your advisor. And I was like, you weren't my advisor, (laughs) but we had, (laughs) he didn't even realize it because he did advise me in so many different ways. And on paper, he wasn't assigned to me, but that was okay. We just had a really great rapport. Every student that had him loved him. Um, and he's still at the institution and has really risen up the ranks. He's in, um, you know, an executive level role now, actually. So it's just, I'll never forget that. Like, he really took a chance on me. He knew I didn't need that class. You know, I needed it to graduate, but he knew it wasn't going to hurt me if I didn't have it, you know, down the road and really truly grasp the understanding of statistics. So Right. I, I, I think we need to put Sarah on our list of things. We need to figure out. Um, how we can interview him. I think that would be really fun. He would love to be interviewed. And he, um, you know, yeah, he loves following where I've been in my career and he's amazing. So I love it. It'd be funny to see if he remembers that grade. I'm sure he does. No, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to pin this. We're going to put a pin in this as they would say, and we're going to come back (laughs) around to this. I love that. Okay. All right. So Sarah, I I obviously know where you work today because we work together, but what were some of the jobs that you had sort of coming out? Because I'm curious how you, you know, went from your undergraduate area and then you said, I'm going to work in higher ed. And so what, where did you kind of start? What led you that way? Yeah. So it actually began, um, my kind of passion for higher ed began my senior year of college. So the reason that I got um, into higher ed is because I was asked to sit on many student panels um, at my institution. So when I was a senior, they needed people, as you know, in admissions to sit on student panels. And when we had big open houses, I would be one of the current students that they would kind of just throw questions at and ask, hey, tell me about your experience. Um, So I did that really often because I was involved, right? I, you know, was a major um, in sociology. I also had a minor that kind of crossed different areas. I was on honor board. 
SGA in a sorority. So I could give a little bit of, you know, everything. And then I thought, well, this is really fun. So the admissions people that were running the events were like, Hey, you're, you're good at this. Like you are really comfortable speaking in front of people. Have you ever thought about a career in higher ed? Have you ever thought about working in admissions? And I was like, Oh no, I don't even know what that means. Like, what do you do? And they're like, well, stuff like this, you know, right. You stand on stage, you meet prospective students, you share your experience with them. So I was thinking about um, applying for a position that was open at my institution. And then I shied away from it and thought, I don't think I want to stay at the institution because there's a fine line when you just have graduated and are now an employee and you still have friends that go there. Yes. Weird. Right. Yeah. I didn't know if it was the best decision for me. So I ended up moving uh, home, which was about an hour away from where I went to college, like I mentioned. And um, for about six months, knew I wanted to get into higher ed, but couldn't find a job. So I didn't start my career until about six months after graduation um, and had, you know, jumped right into uh, admissions. Um, So that's kind of how it began. Does that answer the question? It does. Yeah, no, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so, okay, last, last question and last question for the moment is, why do you still choose to work in higher education today? So many reasons, but um, everybody has a different opinion. You know, those four years for me were really formative in my life. Um, some of the people that I met are still my best friends. They were in my wedding. I've been in there. So it's not just about what I learned in the classroom, but also the people that have stayed a part of my life. And I feel like there are so many things that you can learn in and out of the classroom um, that prepare you for so many things in the workforce that you could never imagine. So, um, you know, higher ed is really important to me. I will also say I'm a first generation college student. Um, so that's something we can always talk about later. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But that was really important to me too, to kind of, you know, um, I'd love to carry that legacy on in my future family and see my future children, um, you know, have those degrees, but I know how much it has done for me. Um, and I hope to see, you know, other students have the same opportunities that I've had. That's, that's so, that's, that's great. And, and, okay, so this, so I had no idea, Sarah, as I said, I told you yesterday, I'm like, hey, let's, let's do this. I'm going to record, you know, I want to record this sort of interview. I had no idea where it was going to go. Yeah. I am so much more excited now about this <laughs> podcast. Like, seriously, because I didn't, I've learned about you and I've known you for, for five years and, and yeah. you know, pretty well. I've learned so much in this 10 minutes. Um, I didn't realize we have, so, we have several parallels Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew a couple of them, but there was so much more that just came out. Um, I- I'm pretty excited. Me too. All right. Well, I can't wait. Let's, let's wrap it up then for today. And All Sarah, right. thank you. Everybody listening. Thank you. Um, please share and tell your, tell your friends. And the, the next time you hear from us, the tables will be turned and Sarah will have a set of questions for me. Can't wait. All right. So everybody, thanks right. for listening and tell your friends. Thanks. Bye guys. Yay.